welcome to another edition of Indie Wrestling Guide, your guide to the best and worst in independent professional wrestling. I am Jayhawk. I am joined, as always, by the beautiful and talented Marky. Hi, you're switching it up. I wasn't expecting to go first, but you know, I kind of deserve it. Well, I got I got some copy here by Home Office Charlie Butter. That's your cue, Butter. Oh, oh, I'm here. Yes. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm used to going last. I'm not used to going at any, not, any other place than the last. I'm usually the guy that goes last. Jayhawk well, just switching it up on all of us right now. Yeah. Well, the reason I'm switching, listeners. Well, the reason I'm switching it up here, Butter sent me the copy on how to introduce Jay Gold, and I'm I'm confused. But knuckle Jay Gold, what the fuck? Uh, that's my well. Hello, everyone. Uh, my daughter and her friend decided to call me Butt Knuckle on Sunday yeah. for the day. So I guess everyone can uh, do what they want with that. We're going to keep that tradition going. There's there's nothing more um, humbling than being called butt knuckle by a bunch of seven-year-olds for an entire day. Let me tell you that. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right. How everybody week? I'm sorry, Jerry. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to do this once again. I don't know if this will be a regular thing. <laughs> Jiggled, you're safe this time. Yes. You home office, Charlie Brothers, are on my uh, call out list right Ooh. now. Ooh. <laughs> so um, we went to the Enjoy Show, which we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit. But on the ride home, we listened to a little podcast, Conversational Banter, with our good friend, Observational Banter. Yes. And Which was fantastic. Charlie made a play to say, I should be on the show. And I thought that me and him would be a great <laughs> duo to be on together. And then you have the audacity to claim that I am not wholesome. And I disagree with that highly. Did you not listen to our episode last week with how excitedly I got over that King of Fighters uh, WWE crossover? That was totally wholesome. I again I mean, point she- you to your, your Twitter name. And <laughs> <laughs> Those are not mutually exclusive things. It's true. It's true. You have a persona, but I'm most of the time discriminated yeah. against right now because you're not wholesome i could be i'm very wholesome most of the time okay yeah but when you when you put us together it's not going to work because it's not together we, we we are not wholesome that is that is the thing that we are not wholesome on this podcast there's no way we could be go and be wholesome on another podcast i, I think i, I think mercy's smiling out. face is enough to fight through the grumpy gray cloud that is home office on a, on a good day. I am a delight. <laughs> I am the most loved member of this podcast. No offense to the rest of you. Hmm. I mean, I'm very we'll see what he wants to do. It's up to him, I guess. So it's, you hear that? You're, I know you're listening right now. It's, the choice is in your hands. I trust, that, I trust that you'll make the right choice. It's, it's quite the choice. <laughs> well, how was the enjoy show, by the way? Yeah, let's get into it. Fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, it was a nice little trip. We uh, ended up picking up others on the way there. Yes. Uh, we we almost went to a bar before for food, and then we saw the absurd prices. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 19, $19 for a burger is uh, is is no. Wait, no. so can you fill me in here? So the place, the, the venue is in, is it in the heart of Pittsburgh? Is it in like the outskirts? Is it somewhere like the so flats? Where is this? It's in Mill, it's in Millvale technically, which I think is, would be considered the outskirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's outside. It's on the outside. Uh, it's not like you don't have to cross any of the bridges to get to it. It's like the North part. And everything was closed after like four. Four in the afternoon. Yeah. Yep. On a Saturday. Like a little, it's like a little town. It's it's not bad. It's just 
it's like a little like i don't know uh it's probably like a super religious area maybe in my opinion like it it's i don't know I, everything was closed for like the the one record shop that uh justin summers i know had to go to uh when he came down it was closed at four as well so like he had to get there super early so I they guess have food like, at the venue or no they, they did, did. Yes, yes yes which was excellent and way yep. more affordable yes very very reasonably priced their food's excellent there um were you guys sitting together so we had ga tickets so we we hung out together uh summers hung out with us for a little bit and then when we went into where the main area was to watch the show uh we went over and sat with uh a couple uh friends of the show um big big sam uh nice holloway and uh shelby wilder were there and uh we sat up on the stage next to them and hung out with them and talked with them for a big chunk of the night and 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 amongst ourselves right there so we got nice it was nice we could see everything right from where we were at so it was i was nice. gonna say yeah the, the excellent view from where we were marcy your video going bonkers positively bonkers when edith surreal won the belt was uh fantastic i have to say okay we are getting into spoilers Terry. Yeah, right spoiler here. alert uh spoiler alert okay Sorry. well it's gonna be gonna be two months before the show we're up on youtube for the review anyway we're all gonna forget about this show. everyone oh. will forget <laughs> but yeah no the show I was fantastic will. uh yeah that title win for edith was like i feel like that was like i felt like a kid again watching wrestling and that's like the best feeling in the world for sure yeah i mean you you were uh uh what's the term um yee like that like that kind of giddy, giddy. Yes, like, i was getting, becoming becoming uh all about that I was, I was wooing a lot like excited like <laughs> and not like the rick flair woo, but like Yes, I get it. Yep. Drunk college girl wooing over it. <laughs> Amazing. That's the best. I, I think, honestly, even just seeing the pictures you, you both were sending and, and just the way it looked, that venue is is outstanding. Where's your, where's your belt at? I was just about to say, shout out to Enjoy for like having, like, we're going to do merch that's not just shirts and hats, and I purchased. People on oh. the podcast can't see this, but purchased the, they, they have a little foam Enjoy title. And oh, fun. I even was able to get it signed by either surreal no nice. oh, that is really fun oh see that's that's thinking outside the box honestly enjoy could be probably my second after watching with you guys and, and enjoying it together i think that could be my second favorite indie um you know i i honestly think they they just they, they have a great vibe they have a great feel to it it's very positive that's a cool brand hey we're gonna be your second favorite indie so what did they have to do to top gtw as long as if they book more charles mason i'm in son of a bitch i really have nothing to say to that <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> you've bested me today jayhawk their next their next show is june 17th which uh also seems to line up with uh, the next toy hio so mm. There's we've already discussed it amongst ourselves that we will be doing Toy Hio and then going to Enjoy instead of if AIW is running we will not be going to AIW in Youngstown that time we're gonna we're gonna skip for Enjoy so 
AIW and is doing you know Youngstown. We're going to blame the bowling alley exclusively because it doesn't have a working Street Fighter Alpha 3 machine. <laughs> I, I <laughs> like it there. I do. It, it is. It's a cool venue. It, they haven't announced that they're running that date specifically, because. It, but it, it's the next Toy Hio, and they did say they were going to run again. So I'm, we were assuming they're going to run Toy Hio again. If they did, uh, it hasn't been announced, but uh, we already know like Derek and Ziggy will not be there. They will be at Enjoy facing off against Mike Bailey and Veda Scott. Right. Uh, for the enjoy tag titles. Also, Sue Young against Edith Surreal for the enjoy title. Uh, oh, shit. Really? Yeah. And uh, the AIW guest for Gauntlet for the Gold is also going to be at, at uh, Enjoy uh, in June 17th. So, Maya y- Yamash, I'm going to say it wrong because it looks like Yamashita, but it's not. It's it's Yamashita. I don't know. Whatever it is. Maya. Maya. Real special. Yamashita. Yamashita, yeah, she yeah. Uh, she's gonna be there as well, facing off against Raylan. So I Which mean, I'm it's really already a stacked for. fucking card. Like that, it's hard to beat that card uh, at, when you have nothing announced. So we'll see. Because I was, well, I was I initially don't... bummed about gonna be missing our Alpha Gauntlet of the Gold because I have a prior engagement. Yeah, but now you but... get to you get to see everybody right there, so it works. What about you, Jay Gold? How did your week go? Simple, man. Not a whole lot going on last week. Uh, um. If I could, just for a second, get a little serious. I just want to say I read the news about Duke Davis this week, um, and him and his and the tragedy that befell him with his wife. And if I could just say, speaking from experience, I lost my wife 18 years ago. Um, I just want to say to him, I, I don't know if he listens. I don't know if anybody who does listen talk to him. But you know, there's a you know your your support system is super important to get you through it. And I promise you, it never goes away but you can put it somewhere to be able to go live day to day. And I, I just honestly, I wish him all the best. And I know us here, we're big fans of the main event. And, you know, I, I really do. I look forward to the day again where we get to see him and he's in, he's in a positive place, but I'm sure right now that is the furthest thing from his mind. But, you know, I just needed to say that because I've been doing a lot of thinking about it. Um, and I just hope that he understands that, you know, he has a, a good support system. People reached out to him. You could see it on Facebook, on Twitter, but it does, it does, there is a place for it and, and, you know, may not look that way now, but I promise you one day it'll all find its place. So, you know, my, my heart goes out to him. And, and I know that from us here at, at IW guide, it goes out from us too. I don't really, really can't say anything to follow that up. Absolutely. Our thoughts are with, are with, are with Duke Davis. <clears throat> yep. So I just thought I'd do it at the beginning. I didn't want to take away from our, you know, from the funny. I know that we do offer, you know, we try, but uh, yeah. So that was my, that's my beginning of the of the show. So we got to have a whole lot to go on except for seven-year-olds making fun of me all week. So, you know, I had a, I'll, I'll try to lighten the mood a little bit here. I had a, I had a pretty good weekend. Saturday, I went up to Cleveland by myself. The wife was working, kidding were with the grandparents. I'm like, I'm taking them out of holiday. I'm just going to Cleveland. I'm going to chill, hang out. Went to the casino for a little bit, lost about forty bucks, which it, which is a pretty good day for me. I, I'll handle only losing forty. Not bad, not bad. Went to the, went to the Cavs game. Cavs won by like twenty four. Ran into Dustin Alberti in the gift shop. Did you get? Oh, uh, did you get Derek his bobblehead? I I did not give Derek his bobblehead. I keeping the bobblehead. So I, he, I told Derek if I found one that somebody left lying around because they were stupid, I would grab it for him. But everybody actually was good and took them with them. I was kind of disappointed. He wanted to buy it from you. Yeah, he yeah he he looked into the show like the show has been up maybe like twenty minutes and he already DM me going if you don't want your bobblehead I'll buy it off you. That gift that will get the main reason I was going to the game with the bobbleheads. 
Who's the bobblehead of again? Donovan Mitchell. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I'm sure you can find it on on the secondary market for something, but uh, yeah, don't sell it, Jayhawk. Keep it in your collection. Uh, I have no intention of selling it. And <laughs> uh, interesting because I was actually debating the Cleveland Monsters hockey team was doing an outdoor game at First Energy Stadium. It was supposed to be at like one o'clock. I'm like, I could do both. I could hit the hockey game, grab dinner, and then go to the Cavs game. And I just went, you know, I don't want to stand out, get outside in a football stadium the first week in a March. Like it was going, it was like forty degrees, like it wasn't bad. But I just don't want to get outside for like four hours to watch hockey. Oh, I think that it's great. Rangers Devils at Yankee Stadium. That was awesome. Well, it's a good thing I decided not to do it because for whatever reason, because it was because it was so sunny and there was no cloud cover. Mm-hmm. It, was green, it was green with the ice, so they delayed the game to six. They did that to the Rangers Devils too. What happens is. If there's too much sun, the glare is impossible to play off of. And if they if it's in the middle of the day where the sun is hitting the ice so hard it could melt parts of the ice, so they have to push it back. They should every time they run one of these, they should do it at night. There's no reason to do it during the day. The glare, the stadiums just aren't built for where the sun is hitting the ice at where the ice the the ice lays and it's constantly glare, so they have to push it back. It's very strange. I don't know why they just don't do it at night. I mean, that would make, I think they were. I think what they're thinking was what I was thinking. Well, people could do both. They're going to be in town for one anyway. They could do the other. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think that's why they were doing it in this particular case. But, but I, was, I was all confused. But I got to the casino like quarter after, like quarter or two, and the game would start at one o'clock, and like half the people in the casino were wearing hockey jerseys. I'm going okay. There's no way the game's over yet. How many people told their wives I'm going to the hockey game and and kind of not to go to the hockey game? Like they were lying to their wives for whatever reason. No, that, that was just they. It, there was a five-hour delay. They told everybody leave and come back. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Okay, well, let's go ahead and get into the independent wrestling a little bit here. Uh, Bobby Flacco winning the Phoenix City Rumble this past Saturday. Bobby Flacco's come a long way, huh? From when we we saw him at a. Uh... Restival last year in that in that five people at Restival and has come all the way up to win the Scenic City. That's pretty amazing. Yep. No, he is in the Scenic City Invitational Tournament this summer, which will be July 14th and 15th at the TWE Arena in Chattanooga. I wish they were picking a different building, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Scenic City Invitational is always a fun time. I do try to watch that live if at all possible. We got some stuff coming up on the different streaming sites this week. What's on this weekend? IWTV has a lot going on this week. They have four shows live on Thursday. Wrestling Open as normal. Texas Contender Series as normal. Uh, Dance Dialogue Intergender Bonanza is thir- is Thursday live. And Freelance has a show live, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central in sh- from Chicago. Shy Giddy is what they're calling it. Uh, Brian Keith and Cole Radrick for the Legacy Championship is your main event. That should be a fun one. Bunch of shows on Friday. Probably the big one on Friday is Action Wrestling presenting It's Cool. And that'll be at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. H.T. Mack and Derek Neal in the main event. And the Action Tag Team Champions, Violence and Forever, defending against Culture Inc., among others on that card. Now that should be a pretty fun one. And then look like they've got three different shows on, on Saturday as well. Uh, fight on the fight TV kind of thing. A little bit slower week. Uh, they do have uh, IWF against GCW Unifin Sanctions Saturday night, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Uh, they also are going to be live from Australia four days this coming week, beginning Friday at 3.30 a.m. with World Series Wrestling's Unleashed Hell Weekend, 
Among the talent that's going to be on the four shows that weekend, WSW World Champion Johnny Down Under, a.k.a. John Morgan, John Hennigan, Johnny, whatever the fuck cut promotion he's working for that week. Uh, Matt Johnny Cardona. Home Office. <laughs> I, I hope for that he has, the, he has the accent, or maybe he just even wears, like... <laughs> <laughs> like uh, the crocodile Dundee hat, at least or something like that, maybe. A, a ton of great talent on the on those shows: Matt Cardona, Brian Meyer, Eric Redbeard, Bandito, Josh Alexander, Joey Janela, TJP, Effie, Blake Christian, Jordan Gray, Taya Valkyrie. That's a it's a whole lot of great talent, and TJP and TJP. Yeah, yeah you beat me to it. <laughs> it is kind of bad. I mentioned TJP and Eric Redbeard in the same content. It's like, oh, all the great talent and TJP, like Eric Redbeard above TJP on that list. <laughs> Yeah, that's what's on your streaming site for independent wrestling this weekend. All right. With that, we want to go ahead and get into our weekly review. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. The weekly review. All right. So this week we're going to cover 880 wrestling. Uh, I did uh, do a little bit of research and get to talk to a a few people uh, while I was in Pittsburgh. Uh, to find out more about this, so essentially how this works is uh, that they have a training center down in uh, Pittsburgh, very similar to how AIW has a training center. Um, the T2T in Pittsburgh, uh, they run Thursday night fights live on Twitch from IndieWrestling.us. And then on Fridays, uh, they run uh, another show where they actually have a live crowd. And uh, they get everybody in. And this was uh, the, the first one that they kind of did. It's with uh, the head trainer, uh, who, as we know, is MV Young uh, and a mm-hmm. bunch of his student matches. Uh, and then uh, AIW came down and uh, had some of their boys get some reps in with them. And it's kind of turned into a Cleveland versus Pittsburgh thing on the show, uh, which we'll get into. But uh, that's kind of what's been going on. It's just, you know, a way for the for the for everybody to get in reps uh, and stuff like that. So. Uh, it's not going to be, you know, uh, some stellar, you know, card from uh, the Tadmore Shrine or something like that. It's going to be, you know, uh, more of like a, a Thursday night feel. Um, so uh, that's that's basically what it is. And essentially, they are able to use all the equipment from Enjoy and everything like that. The ring, uh, the cameras, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then they just uh, edited it together and put it up on YouTube. Uh, MV Young put it up on his YouTube. Uh, and that's where we watch this from. So if you want to check this out or if you uh, if you've already checked this out, then you, you already know about it. So it's 880 Wrestling Missed Connections uh, and it's their their first show. It's about two hours long. Um, it's a good, easily digestible. Yes. I actually watched this at work today on part of my lunch break. And then at the end of my shift, uh, don't tell my boss. Um <laughs> But yeah, I got to check this out uh, at work, so I was, so it was fresh in my memory uh, and stuff like that. Uh, so the first thing I do want to jump into before we get into the actual wrestling aspect of it is I want to touch on two big things. Um, first off, the obviously Enjoy's production is insanely uh, impressive, and 880 is no different. They actually have. Uh, it's very minimal, but they have the really high quality camera set up. So everything looks crisp. Everything looks nice. Um, on solo commentary, uh, Toddy Tondera did this whole show by himself. And I'll tell you what, I, I don't know about you guys, but I actually really enjoyed it. Other than when he was talking shit about Cleveland and AIW. Um, Getting a little mean. 
yeah, I think that uh, he had some really fun quips in there, uh, like at certain moments, which I'll talk about. But I think overall, the dude did it all by himself, like Joey Styles used to. And I was really impressed. Like, I didn't really get annoyed by him. He was entertaining at times. And he really held everything together for the most part. Uh, yeah. he, he was fine. I, I felt that there was a few spots where he, I don't know if they didn't tell him or if he just didn't didn't have it in front of him at certain points. He was a little bit lost in a couple of spots. Uh, one of the tag matches he thought was singles, things like that. But um, yeah, he did fine. Honestly, it, it didn't dis- it didn't take away from the show at all. Yeah, and a lot of people think commentary geeky. We just you just talk about what you say. There's actually a lot more to it. I've done it a few times. Commentary is a lot more difficult than you would think when you you know, when you actually get down to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't imagine trying to do it by by yourself, especially that that can't be more than you know, can't have done it more than a handful of times at this point. I assume he's plus, the T2T T2 guy for the Thursday show. That plus he was dangling off of the top of the of the venue, trying to keep track of. He didn't have a monitor or anything, right. so he was just peeking over the open window area above the ring. Imagine calling commentary where all you can go on is what's happening below you, not underneath you. Because when the announce when the guys came out, he couldn't see the original entrance. So he's calling it as they get themselves out. It's quite impressive when you do when we lay it out like this that he actually was able to do it. Yeah, it's I was really impressed with it. Uh, so shout out to him. Uh, I really thought that. Um, yeah, like there's a few times like he he obviously couldn't see what was happening exactly. So like he he kind of just went with what he he could say best. Like I know at one point he was looking around trying to find out if uh, Derek Dillinger and them were around, but they were literally at ringside right below him, so he couldn't see them. Yeah, uh, they were like right there by the wall by the entrance, uh, watching the main event. So like he couldn't see them, but he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm, I'm surprised they're not out here." And it's like they they were they were down below watching. So, um. <laughs> Just little things like that, but I was so impressed that he did it by himself, and I very, very much gave me uh, Joey Styles vibes, and uh, I thought he did a really great job with that. For you know, um, have still going it alone, and I'd really actually like to see somebody like uh, Dustin Alberti get some reps in and go down there and go uh, go with him. And I think he has the ability to to quip right back, especially when he would you know, say things about the AIW crew. I feel like Alberti could definitely defend the AIW crew and Cleveland against a Pittsburgh guy. And uh, I think they'd make it very entertaining. I feel like it would be very entertaining if, if they got uh, somebody from Ohio on the commentary booth with him uh, to kind of go back and forth and kind of that kind of stuff. So I, that's I'm, a really I'm, good I'm, point. I'm hoping yeah, MB I- listens to this. I'm hoping whoever listens to this, Derek, get Alberti down there. Uh, to check this out. I feel like he would fit perfectly in with that, and uh, he's quick with the wit, and I think that he would uh, definitely make a good duo um, with them, especially with this whole Cleveland versus Pittsburgh kind of deal that they're going with. So, Yeah, I'd say that I think they'd mesh well together. Their commentary style would work. Also, if I could, that venue, for that's, that's where they train? Mm-hmm. It, that is a fun – that looked like a fun venue. Yeah, it's – it, it yeah, it's a little crowded on the one side, but I mean, you got uh, you got everybody in there and stuff like that. It looked like it was, you know, a good time uh, was being had by everybody. It looked, you know, looked real fun. 
Sean Collier was the ring announcer, and I don't think I've ever seen him before, but he did a great job as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I guess my, my biggest complaint was that they did the boxing style intros for every match, and I think that takes so much time. I feel like it would have been way easier to announce them as they are coming to the ring, and then you know that would have cut a lot of the time out of maybe you know 15 20 minutes maybe even a half hour off this card because a lot of it was getting them in the ring and then announcing them and then getting out of the ring it just just announce them as they come out and be done with it i think aiw saved so much time switching to that and only using like the boxing intro for like the championship matches that's that's so much better to do it that way than than to do it for every single match like i mean I- I was kind of surprised they went that route and and still kept the entrance in. I would have thought if you were going to do that, you're going to put the show up on YouTube, you would do that to cut the entrance out and get her mm-hmm. away from the music copyright. Makes sense. I could barely hear the music. I didn't have it up very loud at my work. I just had it like playing while I was eating uh, my lunch. And then in the end of the day, I just had it like just going in the background, uh, you know, as I watched it. And I was kind of trying to take some notes on my phone about some different stuff. So. Let's go ahead and get into the matches themselves. We open up with the gavel, David Lawless, accompanied by Frank DeVille, taking on the Greek god, Alexander Apollo. What a, what a, what a sick trilby uh, Lawless was rocking on his entrance. I did like him. He he actually, I liked him. I liked him in this arena, too. I don't normally like him that much and enjoy I really liked him here. If you want people to hate you, just wear a trilby. So, so David Lawless <laughs> is definitely one of those guys that uh, really likes. Uh, I think you should leave uh, because they also made sure to get in um, that Frank DeVille used to be a real piece of shit, which made me laugh really hard because <laughs> there was like a, a skit where like if you have your hair slicked back, like if you, if you look like you could have your hair slicked back, you're a real piece of shit. And I know that uh, I believe it was David Lawless also for the Halloween Enjoy show or something like that, he had the fucking fedora with the fucking uh, Savannah flaps on the back of it, like uh, like the one guy did that uh, from that show, and uh, it was it was really good little Easter egg. If you if you've seen that show, that was it made me it popped me pretty big. So I think he's a big fan, and they they got that in on commentary. So when I heard it, I was laughing pretty hard. Well, the yeah. best part about that was they got the the the, the, uh, the ring announcer uh, he used to be a peak of shit and and Tondera on commentary go used to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah because his hair slicked back so <laughs> I, I, honestly I, I thought they did those two did great and the fans ate it up I mean uh, honestly you again maybe it's the area the fans were just were hot for the whole night which was very impressive but yeah Lawless is a great bad guy. And Apollo, I, I don't know uh, anything about him. I don't. I'm assuming he's a student, but um, I, I honestly, I, at first, I was like very generic, you know, whatever. And then I kind of understood what was going on. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, for the match, it was it was it was entertaining to open up. Yeah, I really, uh, I really enjoyed this as an opening match. I thought maybe it was a tad too long. Um, but other than that, like he obviously, like I said, like it's a way for people to get reps in. So like it wasn't going to be perfect. There's a there's some some stuff here and there that was, you know, uh, obviously not great. But uh, they kept mentioning that uh, Apollo was the uh, indie wrestler, like rookie of the year last year or whatever. Yeah, uh, twenty twenty uh, IWC rookie of the year. All twenty twenty IWC rookie of the year. I. I don't know where that came from or what, what exactly that, like where they were pushing that gimmick from. Uh, Cause I've never heard of them. 
IWC literally named him their rookie of the year in 2020. My bad. Okay. IWC. I was thinking like the internet wrestling community, not like internet wrestling cartel. Okay. That's my fault. Okay. That's, that's my bad. See, see, Twitter's ruined me. Apollo had some impressive stuff, especially when he, uh, snatched, uh, Lawless out of the air for that power slam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was a nice basic opening match. I like the fact Lawless is just being a heel. The Vilk interfering pretty much liberally, like any time referee back leaving like remotely turned, the Vilk getting a cheap shot in. Just good basic stuff. Really a simple way to get heat. Cheat. I really liked mm-hmm. uh too when he finally went when he finally got his hands on DeVille. It still didn't matter because he 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 hit him and then he got uh, crotched on the rope. So it didn't even matter that he finally uh, hit him. He still ended up uh, getting getting uh, screwed well, in the end. So which is done so well, by the way. Yes. Yeah, and but I, I will say though, it, I don't think um, the announcer saw it, like pieced it together at first, and mm-hmm. I think he did it closer to the end. But yeah, I, I that was part of my my thing with. Uh, with the announcer being up there, I don't know with the referee, just like that whole thing was people were on top of each other. So I don't know if he was able to accurately, um, you know, extrapolate that they crotched him in the middle rope. So, but you know, those are just nitpicking, but, but definitely a fine opener. Lawlick get the uh, Mishinoko driver under the knee and pin Apollo in 11, 12. Good call it opener. From there we have some tag team action. Mike Bonner and Jack Sheridan taking on Nick Wilde and Geek Merker. <laughs> Which not it's not really an issue, but this was uh, listed as B- Bonner versus Sheridan on the YouTube page. Yes, yeah. so I, was, I, think, I was confused about that for a second. I think you can edit that, so if you uh, just you know, just, like I said, it doesn't matter, but I just see you know, a little little heads up. And look, and look, I, I maybe, enjoyed. Maybe I, thank I, you, girl Marcy, for like letting you know. Well, Tondera, <laughs> Tondera kept that on commentary too. Sheridan came out, and all of a sudden, Wild and Merkel coming out like, "Oh, I got the tag match." They didn't tell me. And 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 I will tell you, I enjoyed the show. This match was an absolute mess. If I if I could just, I know students, I know what they're doing there, but this match was a mess. Let's just there was there was a spot where the one guy, the True Blue, whatever his name was, was in peril. And in, they're beating him up, and he can't get to the corner for a tag, and they whip him into his own corner. And his own mm-hmm. corner guy pretends like he's like, what? What? I, I don't know what to do. Like, all he had to do was slap him on the shoulder and tag himself in. And then the dude who was wearing the dress pants comes over and whips him to the other side. It, it just – it was a mess. Like, it, it just it, – it, the, the match for me just wasn't – it was <laughs> – like, I don't want to kill him because I know they're students, but it was a mess. It was an absolute mess. Do you think Jake Sheridan knows he has all those stains on this shirt? <laughs> That's the whole point, right? Didn't he say something yeah, about? They said it was blood stains because he's blood. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he beats people up in his. I was being, his... I was being, being coy there. I know, <laughs> I know. Now Not Sheridan, like Charles Mason. <laughs> now Sheridan had been wrestling for a while. He he wouldn't be wrestling at IBC if I want to keen he started an IWC. He's been around a little while. Yeah, he looks good. I'm talking about the the other two kids on the other side. Woof! My goodness. Oh, well, that's what these shows are for. I mean, it's 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 a learning experience. That's why I wasn't going to go too rough on this show overall. I will say that uh, the uh, good old uh, Toddy Tadera had uh, had the best line for me in the finish of the tag match. He goes, "Well, shit, we all fucking hated that," and I, I lost. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, yeah, I was like, "What?" I was like, "That's fucking hilarious." I was like, "All right, that was good." I was like, "All right." 
that's why I said, like, he he really impressed me all throughout the night that he had some really good one-liners in there that just fucking popped me and made me laugh really hard. But I mean, it's, it's kind of a formulated tag team match. Nick Wilde is your face compare. You get beat up for a little bit. You get the hot tag to geek. You get tagged back in a little bit too early, in my opinion. Yeah, to come way back long too enough. early. Yep. Oh, well, I want to cra- correct y'all real quick. Uh, both, I believe both Zeke and Nick were using they, them pronouns. Oh, really? Okay. No, I think you're right, Morris. I think I, I did check. Too. I, didn't, I couldn't find Nick's Twitter, but I, che- I double checked on Zeke's and yeah, just Zeke's. Yeah, just yeah, to yeah. confirm. Yeah. Okay. And Fix that in yeah. post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, if if they're not written down in front of me, I I will forget that. That's not not intentional by any means. But, but again, that's, that's nice what for, I'm here. That's what I'm here for. I, we I, we uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, but again, make make it formulate tag team match. Sheridan pins Wild after Bonner you could uh basically the Angel Wings six minutes and twenty seven seconds. I, I get you didn't have a lot of time, six and a half minutes, not a lot of time for a tag match that, that you're trying to do the formula on. I really wish uh, Merker's comeback would have been a little bit longer before he tagged back out, though. Yeah. And then we get a, a little poke match beat down after the match, so the feud must continue, I assume, anyway. And from there, we have Charlie Tiger taking on Reese Hayes. Charlie now, Tiger, uh, Charlie Tiger yeah. apparently been attacked by a tiger when he was a kid. Yes, he has the scars on his shoulder to prove it. Apparently, is, is he the That's one who got real his head... Batman shit there? <laughs> is he the one who cracked his head open like an egg at the uh, AIW yes. trainer at the? Yes, right. Yes. Yeah, I see Charlie Tiger now, and that's the only thing that goes through my head is like your brains are like splattered all over the shrine. <laughs> he's uh, he's he's definitely put on some size since the last time uh, I remember seeing him. He's he's a, a beef boy now. He's he's getting there. yeah yeah and. Charlie Tiger definitely got some experience. Enrique, uh, they did mention his training out of the TTT school. And the people love Reese. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He'd go over and fuck with that crowd. It's, it's incredible. Uh, Charlie Tiger is the heel, only because he's from Philadelphia. And I get that the Penguin Flyer rivalry talking that, but I can't think any other reason why Pittsburgh would hate Philadelphia that much. Yeah, that's generally it. I mean, they're on like complete opposite ends of the state, and Pennsylvania is fucking massive. So they're basically like different states. Yeah, yeah. And the little guy in there with Charlie Tiger gave up about 60 pounds, I would think, to Charlie Tiger in this match. And Charlie Tiger's not considered a big dude. No, and he's, I mean, he's, uh, he's getting there though. Like, yeah, he's like that one point when he, uh, was in that headlock and he just like picked him up and ran in the middle of the ring and hit that back suplex on him. It was insane. I was like, oh, damn. Yeah, that was. (laughs) But this year, the crowd got so into this. Like, that's what it got me really entertained with this. The crowd was really into it and popping for everything so it was this was a really fun match like this was the perfect amount of time everything felt like it got back on track with this match uh and like the amateur was, wrestler I, thing yeah, yeah i was really impressed with it and i kind of want to see him go up against uh our boy from cleveland so well that's that's the thing so I, he was on the card too i i have a i have a the only the the pacing thing putting two i, I know my i know daddy vince would never do this putting two amateur wrestlers back to back on the same card and the say I match to match that could have been separated but, by one or two, but they had different deals going on, sort of, but similar looks. Yeah, uh, I I get where Jay Gold coming from with that, but yeah, I mean the they're different they're different enough that I can see them being back to back. We'll get into, we'll get into it that in a little bit here. Mm-hmm. And they are and they are kind of going to be against each other at the next at the next uh, eight eighty show too, which we'll talk about a little bit later on, but. Yeah, but uh, Hayes looked good here, especially for a little experience. God, I thought a comeback looked fantastic. Yeah. In the end, he got caught and got hit with the Tiger Glock 47. Charlie Tiger Wicket and 709. 
I'll tell you, this one's got fast pace, seven minutes. Like, if you would have told me this match was 12 or 15 minutes, I probably would have believed you. They yeah, got a lot of seven action. minutes. This is really good. I'm excited to see more of Reese, especially since it seems like he's trying to chase, like, that big win. I think it's going to be, like, a fun story to follow through the next few weeks. Well, speaking of our other amateur wrestler we have on the card, it is Shaw Macon against Kiki War up next. So as much as they loved Reese, they hated Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, well, they built Shaw Macon from Cleveland, Ohio, and they were I mean, definitely a Pittsburgh-Cleveland rivalry. He so. came so, out in the Ohio State sweater, and they uh, called him out not even wearing a crew neck. <laughs> so it's it's really funny to me. Like I've had to listen to Justin Summers just uh, fawn over Shaw Mason since he debuted, and oh wow, how he would just make an amazing heel, and he is an amazing heel. And you could watch 880 Wrestling, Justin Summers, and guess what? He's a heel there, and you would enjoy it. So there yeah. you go. I, I loved I loved him giving a participation trophy to his to his uh, medal to his opponent. I love that. I love. I thought that was so intelligent of him. That was great. Josh, do you want a participation medal from Shaw? Sometimes I do, actually. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure uh, when you when you come in a couple weeks, we'll get you one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna spot early on where they're gonna tope into the crowd, and for whatever reason, the camera focus can way too long on the reaction of one woman in the front row. So she's like, she's just like a mate. They did a dive in a wrestling show. To be got- fair, it was a good reaction. It was a good reaction with like a Pikachu fake. Like, also, oh my God, they did a die. Also, here's the thing. Uh, what I was trying to explain to Marcy about Enjoy is like, it's probably like 70, 70% non hardcore wrestling fans that are just there for like, you know, like the community. Oh, yeah, you can, I understand. And then that. like, and I feel like that's the same way with this show was like, there were, they, they weren't really hardcore fans. They were probably just there on a night out drinking and ha- ha- hanging out with their friends. And this just happened to be what they were doing that night. So I think that's like a lot of like that shock was like, because they weren't used to yeah. something like that, but. I, mean, I think, hey, yeah, maybe we might we might be in our bubble too much sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I had to kind of point that out and enjoy, like, especially with, like, they couldn't do a, a chant cadence correctly for uh, Big Boy. Uh, was a Big Boy season? Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. They, there was, like, a way better cadence than what they came up with for it and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, they're not a normal wrestling crowd. Enjoy is a, a very unique crowd to experience, and I love them for it. It's, uh, it's definitely way better than... Uh, some of the indie crowds I've been been in, but uh, it's uh, it's it's different. Pittsburgh's a little different when it comes to their wrestling crowds. So yeah, and and in all honesty, sometimes the most fun shows to work at when you're in the business are those where they're not really wrestling fan kind of crowd. They're just there to drink and have a good time. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't try to become the part of the show, and then exactly which. Uh, during uh one of the matches, somebody actually kind of did, and it kind of pissed me off when I saw it. Back to this match here. You mentioned it. Macon does a great job being a heel here. That definitely could have a future after heel if he wants to go that route. Uh, Kiki oh, sure. Ward. Kiki Ward during his comeback hit a thick looking brainbuster. Dude, that looked like a botch to me. Not that didn't look on purpose. That looked like a botch to me, and I'm I'm really glad that uh, Shaw came out of that okay because he just he dumped him. It was not good. And the best part about wrestling is we all never know unless they tell us. <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear about it when I when I when I'm sure Wednesday morning I will get a DM from Derek and he will have a list of things to to tell me about. So from this show, oh, I I do think they botched the finish. Yeah, make make him go for a roll up and he attempts to use the rope for leverage, but he ends up kicking the referee in the head. 
go they go end up doing an Olympic slam and get the pin on the next move, seven forty four. I think the rule up was say, supposed to be I think the rule up was supposed to be the finish and he, they weren't planning on the referee being where he was. Yeah. yeah. He, he took our advice though, because I we brought this up in the interview about having a non submission finisher. Yeah. yeah and mm-hmm. using the Olympic slam. And there you go. This was that was literally after our interview so like that wasn't long after our interview so when he went to so that's just that's just you know the impact we have on wrestlers impacting the inter the the independent wrestling world one match at a time and, and he it. won it he won it with that yeah. so that just proves that it, we, we were smart and that that was exactly what he needed as a finish so yeah we know we know Pat we ourselves do. right on the back for that one big time barry horowitz that shit <laughs> yeah but 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 heads up to not go for the, if if i am correct about that heads up not going for the roll up again for the finish doing something different right yeah. and so many people especially with the experience level they have would have just tried to do the same thing and made it obvious you know if, if it wasn't a botch head very, very heads up good cover good cover it was good stuff overall okay from there we go to i'm calling it our my main event at the main event of the first half of the show it's under mm-hmm. relaxed rule it's Derek Dillinger against MV Young, one half of the Enjoy Tag Team Champion against the Enjoy Champion, at, at build as such. And the crowd is you know, definitely pro MV Young, being the Pittsburgh guy. They're anti Derek Dillinger, being the Cleveland guy. They're chaining Cleveland sucks at one point, forgetting that they're from fucking Pittsburgh. I just I'm like sorry. the part where Derek Dillinger told somebody that your mother's going to suck my dick <laughs> in the crowd. And uh, that popped me real big. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah I, I think the fan told Derek to suck his dick. And that's where Derek came out and said that. But I just couldn't hear exactly what the fan said to him. Also, I think one of my favorite commentary lines was this match about Derek uh, was he looks like somebody that would beat someone's ass at a Sheets parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> So but, this is the match, actually, I wanted to talk about because uh, at one point, somebody got a little rambunctious in the crowd and did uh, after uh, Derek got put through the chair, uh, they they kind of like kicked him and stuff like that while he was on the ground and stuff like that. And they went right back into the ring afterwards. But like, you know, we just had that other incident uh, not too long ago where somebody was messing with Mike Bailey when he was out in the crowd similar situation but luckily it didn't escalate any further than it did and Derek and them just kind of went back into the ring uh don't do that don't fuck with the wrestlers like you're not part of the show and you're lucky Derek didn't punch you in the face because holy shit uh, I could have seen that happening so it would have been very much deserved too yeah yeah and I saw I that it really pissed like, me off yeah there are a few there are a bunch of guys that are waiting for the fan to touch them and they are waiting to clobber your face so I would say please don't fucking do that Stop messing up. Yeah, don't do that. Why it's so stupid? People are so stupid. They ruin everything. Just let let the match go on in front of you and enjoy it. But um, if I could say, MV Young, different atmosphere that I've seen MV Young now. This is like the fifth style I've seen MV Young wrestle. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. The dude yes. can do, MV Young can do any style. And the announcer was saying at one point they were wrestling like a New Japan style, like a mm-hmm. strong style. All Japan, like, oh, all Japan yeah. style. I'm like, oh, my God, he's right. Like, the two of them beat the shit out of each other in this match, and it was super entertaining, and I really did enjoy it. Yeah, I think this might be my match of the night. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to, as much as I love Derek and MV, this is not my match of the night. The, the, The next match is... Only because I didn't like the finish to this. Uh, I wish there was a more definitive finish. Obviously, this this set up for the next show, but... Yeah, I have have comments about the finish. We'll get there in a couple minutes. Uh, 
I, they they do the spot where they're both in chair and changing punches. It's nice that they found the two chairs that are in the building, and they end up breaking one of them when they explode a suplex. Yeah, it was. Uh, they were all the way in the back. Some people had them back. I don't know why you would have a chair all the way back there. You can't see shit. So I mean, everybody else was standing in front of you. So also Derek doing the necro butcher by slamming uh, MV with the chair. Always a fan of that spot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Derek grabbed a door from the side of the ring and it had to have been broken like four times for this show. Like it's falling apart in his fucking <laughs> hand when he's trying to bring it into the ring. And him and the ref were like cleaning the debris out of the broken door slots. There, was, was, a, in there. there was a wire that was caught in there. That's what oh, it was okay. from the yeah. from the wall. Because I was like, oh, what the hell are they doing? There's a, there was a wire. He once they got the wire out, then he set it up in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Young looked like he's going to get the win. Remember, only and Tim Holloway come out to interfere. We get the bell at nine minutes and 49 seconds. We get three of the young I, students coming out to make the cave. Even I though, popped really hard. I popped really hard to see those three guys come out for Derek. I really love that. Yeah. Now, here's my issue with the finish, and I'm not going to be upset that they called it off. Relaxed rule can not no DQ, because that's not, not even my nitpick, although I know some people complain about that. How the fuck could a no contest when the bell rang during a four on one beatdown? Like a fucking DQ. Right. Yeah. MV Young well, wins the match by DQ. Rules. How the fuck could a no, no DQ? No, there's no DQ. They would put each other through tables and doors and chairs and shit. It was relaxed rules, but you can't. Yeah, it should have still been a DQ in my opinion as well. I agree with Jayhawk on this. It didn't really bother me. I thought it was weird that it was uh, a no contest. It should have been a DQ. Give the give the DQ win to MV. But we'll see. Because I don't think this is going to end at this 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 uh, eight eight person tag elimination tag. It's not ending there. No, uh, I think they're going to be. Sh- they're for sure going to run it back. T two T and AIW Academies are at war right now. So this is this is I, something we're going to pay a little bit of attention to. I don't think it'll happen, but I think it would be cool if this did maybe carry over into AIW a little bit. We get some of those guys over here. I wish there was, you know. I understand what they were doing with the with the Winchester shows, but I feel like even those were a little more high profile than what T2T is doing with this, with their Friday night fights. I feel like I wish we had like some type of academy show that we could do where it's like something small like this, or it's mostly like mainly just them. And it's and it's like a whole nother thing like that we could like expand on this. But I don't I don't see that being a thing that uh, that Thorne and AIW would do, unfortunately. So it's just kind of like a, this is what's happening in this promotion. Well, that's what I, also, I also mean, like this feud as well. Yeah, I, I like this feud. Yeah, I agree with you, Mars. I'd like to see this. I'd like to see them go elsewhere with it. But it's it's the, the arena was hot that night for those yelling at those. I mean, I thought it was really, really well done. And I got super giddy to see Big Sam, too. I like to see him kind of spreading his wings a bit because members only being in the rise tag champs, Derek in there, MV young seeing Sam get in there and, and IW guide favorite is uh, is nice to see him start ascending a bit being like a and, big heater is great. And they did mention the night on the night before in the Twitch stream, uh, he did wrestle MV. Okay. So- yeah. That's actually what made me, uh, what turned me on to the show and this next match. Okay. And the next match is Cam Holloway accompanied by members only against Shelby Wilder. Butter, tell me a little bit about Shelby Wilder. Man, they got him from the AIW Academy, and I've got no memory of him, and the internet is not a help. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, technically, he does not exist right now. He has not made his AIW debut yet. Oh, this is one of those things he's, that he's, they were talking to us about? The, one of the students that they are taking elsewhere to get reps in before his official AIW debut. So technically, he never did this. <laughs> so the gentleman sheriff 
uh, is also the uh, gentleman that I hung out with and enjoy who uh, had an injury at training and uh, hopefully he had his, he had his, uh, he was getting looked at today by a doctor. So hopefully uh, it's not going to be too long before he's back in the ring. He's really fucking good. Uh, This match was really fucking good. This was my match of the night. I really enjoyed this match. Uh, Sam and, and Shelby went back and forth uh, and, had a decently long match and the crowd fucking loved Shelby. He was over as fuck. Oh yeah, he was. Sam played a good big guy to Shelby's like scrawny or smaller guy. And Shelby's tights were pretty outstanding too, by the way. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Shelby looks like a million bucks when I'm sitting there watching this match and I'm like, God damn, like this is just, he's yeah. Yeah. They got, you you wouldn't be able to tell that he was like a fresh new student. Exactly. Uh, so technically this didn't happen, but, uh, (laughs) <laughs> so we're it's not, so we're not allowed to go over too too much but it's, it's that's a, what we're just gonna say it's not canon it's not canon uh so but uh i look forward to his uh his eventual aiw debut uh, i'm already a big fan uh i yeah. know what's up with him i don't think they're gonna change what he is too much from what he's doing so I'm really look for, looking forward to his AIW because I think he's gonna fucking kill it in AIW. I think he's this is just proof that he's he is so ready for for AIW. Like he, wow, wow. I'm another really another blue chip, another blue chip. Yes. Yeah. I, now, I th- now, if I could also say about Big Sam, he uh, he looks super comfortable now in, in in his own skin, and that's really nice to see. Um, he is carrying himself a bit like Mike Awesome. He is. Um, and I'm I'm proud of him. He looked really good out there in the in the match too. I mean, when you're when you're rocking with the 27 club of Derek Dillinger members only, and now you're their big man, their big heater. Yeah, let's see. You're gonna have that confidence. You're gonna have that. Yeah, you know, it's gonna make you feel good. He's he's yeah. being set up for success, and you love to see it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah and I think he's gonna get over in a in a big in a big way when he yeah. You know. Yeah, he uh, he was it was really great to see him uh, and enjoy. Uh, as soon as uh, I saw him, him and Shelby came over, said hi, and then we I literally went over. I was like, "That's where we're gonna go hang out with them for the night because they were doing security, kind of hanging out by the stage." I was like, "This is the spot to hang out and get to talk with them and uh, really enjoy the show and 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 get their thoughts on things." And I love talking with Sam. Sam is somebody I could I could talk to for hours i get along with him very very well he's really he's really cool so i really enjoy him and that's i i, I enjoy cam a lot and i enjoyed wilder a lot in this match wilder power get a snap power clam in hallway during a comeback yeah and it looked impressive yeah mm-hmm. yeah but that was just fantastic uh hallway would go for a choke clam onto the apron but shelby gets kind of yeah you know, kind of catching himself on the rope to avoid it and then re-enters with a with a, like a clean shot ddt mm-hmm. like a fall finish off of it uh, he ends up getting caught all the way down to a pump handle couplet, nearly throw him into the brick wall on, on the one side of the ring. And then went up with a choke slam 1041 the time of the, the time of it. Also, like that fucking pump handle suplex. Oh, that was wild. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I thought he was going to hit the brick wall. I would get ready to big pop boy hard shit. for it. That's big boy shit right certified, there. Certified big boy shit. That's my new favorite saying. I love it. Certified big boy shit is amazing. Yeah, I need that on a shirt. Uh, yep. I, will, I will absolutely rock that. So, Sam, that's your next shirt after the uh, Mandalorian one that I'm picking up. Once once the mouse shuts him down, then, uh, then uh, he'll be able to get the uh, certified big boy shit shirts. Yes. Because... That t- the other t-shirt's only going to last about a week. 
Yeah, that'll be my go-to shirt for AIW once that gets made. Uh, yeah, that, that's definitely certified big boy shit. Is uh, is fucking dope. So yeah, fuck yeah. Here we go into what officially the my final match of the card. Christian Robin can take it on Brandon Kane James. Their friend can come baby face working baby face match. It's fine. What what are you gonna expect out of this type of match? Another yeah. great another great line from commentary. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time I heard a let's go Brandon Chan, and I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, uh Christian, uh this was like his uh debut-ish type match against they said they wanted to face each other for like three years or whatever. Uh so they were it was like a friendly rivalry style match. Very good. I, I thought it was you know, very decent, very serviceable for if it was his first match. Um, I thought he had some very unique uh, things that he could definitely um, play up in the future, especially that ending sequence where he goes for that, um, that like he does the, the bat, the moonsault onto him to like grab him for the, for the, uh, like a, the power bomb or whatever. And he got countered that, that counter there. That was, that was a good little sequence to finish it out. Yeah, really, really not much else came about the match. Like for for what the match was, it was, it was perfect for what it was. Yeah, baby Faith Magic are hard to do. They did a good job with it. We then go to our main event to crown the first ever 880 wrestling champion. It is a Kevin Perkin ladder match. Gianni Michael Enrico with Frank DeVille. Taking on Dior Castro with Amanda. Taking on the unwanting Tatiana. Both members of members only. Christian Noir and Cowpoke Paul. And yeah, this, is the, this is the second time we've seen Tatiana in, in two weeks. We saw her on the Enjoy show at the Battle Royal and now here. Yeah. Uh, same for Cowpoke Paul as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, also, I love Christian Noor's look. Yeah. 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 He looks so badass. Well, the announcer said he's known by many names and I go, I don't know any of them. <laughs> I don't know any of them. How about yeah. these ladders? Uh, so we had a regular ladder, and then we had like uh, a, like this weird, uh, I don't know what the hell this ladder was, and like it had like special clips on the top to close. Uh, what the fuck? It was, was, thing? <laughs> it was it was one of those ladders from uh, what's it called uh, uh, the the uh, the infomercials where yeah. the dude stands on and then wipes out. Yeah, it opens up. <laughs> yeah, and they and they had it and they had that cut up in the middle of the ring before the match started. Like, why? Yeah, the why did you to go out to the ring, get the ladder, and bring it back in? Like, you don't start the I match mean, with the ladder in the well, ring. Well, because where two would out you of put the four it, walls, to be fair. Two, right, two out of the four spots in the ring are walls, brick walls. Yeah. There wasn't a spot And to then, put like, it. they did move the one outside pretty quickly, uh, and then it, it ended up being the one that got used the most inside the ring because it's a normal-ass ladder. The other one just got kind of pushed off to the side because it's I yeah, mean, what it is. Yeah. Dior Castro brought in his own ladder, and I guess when it comes to ladder size, does matter. <laughs> in, a, in a ladder match, absolutely, because he got whacked the fuck out of his head. Well, he got he got the he brought in the squaggle ladder. Oh come on, that's funny. Anyway, oh sure. Uh, we have several dives early in the match, including Tatiana doing the slowest trust fall off of a ladder ever. <laughs> like like I, I seriously thought they put the tape in slow motion. That's how slowly she fell off the ladder. <laughs> She's learning. <laughs> She, she it's a learning it was, uh, that was that wasn't a trust fall. That was just a wilt. She just wilted <laughs> off the ladder. She's learning. She can't wilt off the ladder. No, she wilted <laughs> off that ladder. That was that was a slow <laughs> wilt off that ladder. <laughs> yeah. We had members only working at the team with one exception when they couldn't make up their mind who was going to try to climb the ladder, but they didn't turn on each other even after all that, which I like. Yeah, but but Calvin was not in it. So what what I didn't understand. You're not even in the match. Yeah, he he was. Was. They yeah, both yeah. were. I, 
Oh, I thought I thought it was only uh, Malcolm. No, they no, were they both, both in were. It. Yeah, both members of oh. members only were in it. Yeah, I thought sure. Calvin just came out with him. No, no. no. Oh, I was watching that Calvin match all wrong. <laughs> yeah, Calvin and Malcolm <laughs> were. You though. watch it wrong. I was just. I thought that they were just. He was just helping his partner out. I never he knew you could watch wrestling wrong, but Jay Gold just proved me wrong, uh, and he knows how to watch <laughs> wrestling wrong. Apparently, so here Oof. we are. <laughs> We won't, fault him for it. we won't fault him for it, though. Mistakes were made. I also, just say- I really like that the 808 belt has the uh, the purple. I think that's a cool look. Yeah, I couldn't get a belt. good look at it. Maybe it was just my, I was watching it on my phone. I just couldn't get a good look at like at what that belt looked like. Yeah, I'm, I need, uh, I'm a fan of anything purple. I'll have to see if uh, Cal Poke Paul has it posted on his uh, um, his Twitter uh, picture of the belt so we can kind of get a better look at it because I couldn't really see what it, exactly it looked like. So. Uh, but he's we're not ga- the champ. We're, we're, able to get a, we're able to get a picture of the whole five minute he held it. We'll talk about it right. in a minute here. <laughs> he's not the champ. <clears throat> there was a cool spot with him where like he was in the electric chair and he tried so hard to grab the belt. He was like so close to it, too. Yeah. And so Tatiana climbing the ladder. Remember, only trying to get her off the ladder. They can't do it. Cam Holloway come out, level her with a form, like nearly knocked her head off. Looks beautiful. <laughs> that brought out the T2T record to come out. Everybody, they, yeah, they all fight off. Tatiana climbing up again. This time Frank DeVille come in, hit Tatiana with a kendo stick. That lead to GME hitting a, hitting her with a power bomb. And then Cowpoke Paul able to clear DeVille and GME from the ring and retrieve the belt to win the championship in 12 minutes and 54 seconds. Everybody celebrating. They're throwing the baby in the air. But wait. Wait, what? It's an expression. <laughs> I've never heard that, throwing a baby in the air. I'm trying to remember what match it was. It was on one of the national wrestling promotions where they, they were a fan was celebrating something happening and actually held their baby up in the air while they were cheering. Ah. Uh, oh, I CM thought you meant they were like throwing, like throwing them up in the air. No, I, <laughs> no, no. no. It, it, it can expression. It can expression. They really fucking love it, but it, I, I, it, it definitely a uh, figure of speech. Yeah, don't throw your babies in the air if you're at a wrestling show and your favorite wrestler wins. Yeah, no. throw them at the ground. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no no nope. Like they're a football. Yeah, we are not encouraging it. throwing children on the spike ground. It. This, spike it like a show. football right into the ground, head first. Is that is that how um not to get off indie wrestling? Is that how MJF is going to top himself next pay per view? <laughs> That is going to be uh, the origin story of the next um, Arthur McArthur. <laughs> <laughs> no. When negative one dark reckling, that could be the origin story. We're going to find out that somebody Brody took on through negative one down when he, when he was a baby. But anyway, but David Lawless comes out, got the match was supposed to be an eight man ladder match. Claimed he had a contract for a title match. We won't get now. Enrico ends up laying out Paul. They bring a referee out. We now we get Cowboy Paul defending the championship against David Lawlick Esquire. Now, the way this was worded made me think that we were doing another ladder match just with the two of them. That's not what we got. We got a regular match. It does not last very long. Right. Didn't make a whole lot of sense. So you needed an eighth competitor, but this is going to become a one-on-one match. Well, because he used his legal fuckery to you know help himself out. Dastardly, as as lawyers tend to do, right? Scumbags. <laughs> no, there's not not much to say about this match. You know, Lawless go for the pin like right at the bell, only get the two count. Kobo Paul does get one false finish. That was a nice little hope spot there. I like that. Yeah, nice little hope spot. Lawless get the pump handle backbreaker to get the pin and the championship in one minute. 
That is a pretty that's a pretty sick variation on the backbreaker. Yes. And we went from never having an eight eight wrestling an eight eighty wrestling champion at the start of the show to having two champions within about five minutes. It's a rich history. Hey, Ka- hey, at least Cal Poke Paul can say he's the second longest reigning champion. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's looking at the glass half full, definitely. All right. So uh what's everybody's thoughts? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Oh, thumbs up easily. This was Stop. a nice, a nice, quickly paced show. Um, to get to get the students help get their steps in, like despite whatever little issues there were, it was still a very enjoyable show. Yep, really fun, really simple to watch, easy to watch, really pop hard for all of our friends of the show on there. So it's good stuff. Time, time wise, it just it hit that like that nice sweet spot of like not too short but not too long either. And and I'll keep going again on my praise of MV Young. He is just MV Young can just do it all, honestly. And- and he's such a hunk. He's such a hunk. Jayhawk, are you yeah. agreeing with this? Yeah, I, I'm agreeing with it being a thumbs up. I, I mean, the show being the type of show it is, I would have been a little bit more lenient on my grade anyway, but I think it's a thumbs up show even without grading on a curve. Like, uh, with the exception of the one tag match, which was kind of clunky, mm-hmm. everything everything on here is good or better. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I got no issue. Yeah, um, it all clicks. That sounds, uh, sounds good. I'm going to give it a thumbs up as well. Um, just even, you know, from production to commentary to, uh, who we got to see wrestle and that kind of stuff. I really enjoyed, uh, what we got to see. I mean, I got to see some new faces, um, that I, I really enjoyed and, uh, I, I want to see more of them and this will be definitely something we revisit, uh, down the road when they do the next, uh, the next match, maybe we'll revisit with the uh eight man elimination tag Cleveland versus Pittsburgh and kind of keep this this going on the I was gonna uh, show. Say, I'm, ex- I'm excited for that show. Mm-hmm. I think it's, kind of, it's, I know they're going to be taping it what this Friday, but it probably won't drop the same day. No, I think it took a couple weeks for it to come out, so it'd be like the end of the month or something like that. So maybe next month we'll cover it in between all the craziness that we have going on. Exciting. Yes, I'm. I'm excited for next month. Can't can't give any hints away other than tag team wrestling. So, who's ready for voicemails? Oh, I'm let's, always ready. Let's do it. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. First up is Zach. Hey, the indie wrestling guy, Zach here. Uh, first off, I just want to apologize to Marcy for, you know, ignoring her question. Totally okay. rude of me. So here's my answers. Uh, best fighter in a fighting game? Easy. Uh, I probably would have had a, couple, a different answer a couple years ago. Maybe someone from Street Fighter. Modern times? Dr. Mario and Dr. Mario. I mean, fucking <laughs> viruses, am I right? And what wrestlers would I like to see in a game? Uh, it might have been fighting game. I don't really remember, but my answer is going to be this. Give me the Rip City Shooters and Beetle Adventure Racing. I mean, look, if you know about Beetle Adventure Racing, you know. If you don't, it's fine. Whatever. I want a day in the life. I want to see Bishop waking up those weights, driving out to the to the place. I want to see them making, making uh, events. I want to see him driving, maybe doing a little dinner review. Let's get those two guys in a tiny Volkswagen bug. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. That's that's the only answer. Question for this week. I'm about to go on vacation here in uh, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Pretty stoked. Makes me want to know, next year, who's going on this Jericho cruise with me? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go Jericho cruise. All right. Bye, everyone. 
go to answer the question about the Jericho crew neck. Are you paying? If you're paying, I'm in. Yeah, everybody said if you'll uh, pay for all of us, we'll go with you. Zach, will you be our podcast sugar daddy, please? <laughs> also, I, I just love professional wrestler Dr. Mario. <laughs> we, we will. Uh... <laughs> you tried, Zach. You tried. Now, I, I, I will. I will put in a caveat here. Captain Lou Albano played Mario on the Cooper Bro- Mario Brother Cooper show. I pay it count. Yeah, I, I'm going to say it counts anyway. It's a good joke, regardless. It's a good, good, it's a good, it's a good save, too, by Jayhawk saving that yeah. joke. Uh, you know, uh, we'll name the, the podcast studio after you, Zach, if you uh, pay for us to go on the Jericho Cruise next uh, January. I think, I think Charlie Butters and myself sitting on a, in a, on a, uh, a sun chair uh, putting lotion on each other would be the greatest joy of my life. Yeah, also, that'll yeah. that'd be really great Patreon content. <laughs> if if I were to put the Reptilian Shooters in the fighting game, I think I would put them in Killer Instinct. That would be sick. Oh my god! It's it's mostly you just play. You're just you're just playing as a uh, bishop, and you can you like your taunt button is just Wes Barkley coming out to annoy the shit out of them. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Bishop is very very close to just like Sagat. So I feel like he'd be like. He's just a street fighter guy. Yeah, I feel like he's definitely a street fighter guy for some reason. Maybe even uh, an M. Bison. Him and Zangief going at it? Hell yeah. Yeah. The spinning pile driver versus the Bishop Bomb? Give it to me now. Yeah. Also, unrelated to this, I have been coming up with so many ideas not to plug X over. There might be a future episode where I make I make I make my own indie wrestling fighting game. And you know, maybe maybe someone will listen to it and then we can get the right people to hear it. Maybe you know, maybe Keith from Iron Galaxy will hear it. Someone get me in a room with him. But this 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 game will be amazing. Well, up next is Young Ed. Ooh, I think Ooh. it's Young Ed. I think it's Young Ed. I'm pretty sure it's Young Ed. Hey everybody, it's Ed. I watched yep. the CW show Saturday because I was home, and uh, I actually have thoughts on it. So I'm glad you guys said what were your guys' thoughts. So here's mine. One one show was not uh, great. It was fine. It was fine. There was some really good stuff on it. I don't know, it's probably fine. Uh, second thought, that crowd fucking ate up Janela versus Venny. Uh, that match fucking ruled. They went out there and killed it. Uh, and Joey did not watch her sleep. That's good. And then, third thought, the, the crowd was fucking dead after that. It's <laughs> like nothing. They got nothing out of that crowd after that match. Um,. Also, I was like, hey, is this, like, Nick Gage on the show? And people were like, no, he's not wrestling. But Drew Parker's having his last death match in America. And that is apparently a draw for some people. And, like, I can't imagine a world where that would fucking matter. <laughs> You're like, okay, so Drew Parker's not going to roll around in glass here anymore, I guess. And they, they'll just find some other, and I mean this with love, because I, I love deathmatch wrestling, some other degenerate mouth breather to fucking do it. <laughs> I don't know. What a weird draw. What a weird thing to care about. It's Drew Parker's last death match in America. A fucking weird show. GCW is very weird, guys. Bye. <laughs> and that was our, our GCW review by reporter Young Ed. That's, you know, we, we got all the important things we needed out of that show. Yeah. And keep an eye out on Young Ed's upcoming podcast. Hiya, Buki. <laughs> What is I, it, Josh? Hear- what is it, Josh? Hi, hi, bussy. Hi. Oh my God. Hiya, bussy. Hi, hi, bussy. A wrestling adjacent podcast. That's why <laughs> I get the plug for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Uh, up next is the other JB. Hey, Indie Wrestling Guide. It's the other JB here. Um, just calling in right before I head over to uh, Crocker Park uh, to go watch um, AEW Revolution at uh, the Regal there. Um, but that got me thinking. Um, I don't know if I've asked this question for you guys yet. Um, I know that I've asked it on different uh, shows and venues before. But what is your? what are your um, go-to movie snacks? Um, me personally, you know, I'm partial to popcorn. Um, but I also like to put uh, milk tuts in there. Um, especially when it's warm, you know, like you get that, you know, chocolate caramel kind of thing going Gross. with the popcorn. Really Gross. fun stuff. Obviously, it's the worst thing from your teeth, but, you know, you're, you know, you're already getting popcorn in there. So it's not uh, too bad anyways. So, uh, yeah, let me know what your favorite uh, movie snacks are. Definitely not Milk Duds. Milk Duds are, are bottom tier candy. That's disgusting. Awesome. Milk Duds rule. Disgusting. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like the cake and milk done, but I cannot. I can, my teeth cannot handle all that caramel anymore. No. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's worth the suffering. If if I may, when I go to the movies, I get super duper stoned, and then I get um, I either will get Reese's, a whole big bag of Reese's pieces or M and M's, and I'll also get a giant bag of Twizzlers because I need the fruit to kind of counteract the chocolate, and then I'll get some popcorn while I'm there and a giant ginger ale. Those are the that's the key to life, right there. All the different um textures and all the different flavors and you can mix that all together when you sit in the show it's great then i have to pee like 90 times i uh i'm not a big snack guy i usually go with just like a blue slushy that's my usually my go-to for a, a movie uh reese's pieces are pretty good um snow caps used to be my favorite as a kid that was my dad's favorite he loved snow caps and non perels uh, so really can't do it anymore but i always love anything like sour so either like some sour patch kids or some sour gummy worms yeah, uh, me, me, popcorn and a and a large cherry coke is usually my go to. If I now do, your, if I do end up, go- sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Marky. I was just gonna ask, if pop, are you butter? No butter, salt. What's your deal uh, with that? Oh, I, I, I gotta have gotta have butter for sure. I, I'm not supposed to eat salt anymore, but I will. Like I don't, I don't specifically act one way or another. I'll take it how I it, but load it up with that fucking butter. Uh, if I do go with a candy, it's usually raisinette. Ugh. It's not even a candy. Okay, Grandpa. Raisinets. That's disgusting. Just covering fruit with chocolate. Milk dub lover. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Disgusting. <laughs> he, well, that's the thing. You get the chocolate coating that you would get with the milk dug, and I can actually eat raisins with the way my teeth are. So. Oh, gross. I, just, I think as far as chocolate-covered fruit, raisins are like the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> well, they don't sell chocolate-covered cherry. What the fuck you want me to do? They sh- sneak them in. They don't look. <laughs> yeah. And I woke me for those who have never done it. I mean, watch the pray, watch how much you're actually going to be paying for the ticket. But some of the ticket prints are ridiculous. But if you can watch an AEW pay per view at a movie theater, fucking do it. It's fun. It's fun as shit to do it out on a big screen like that. Anyway, I think we got more calls, don't we? Do 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 they usually let uh, your wife in the no, movie theaters no, with you? No, 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 <laughs> no. Okay. I know where you're going with that. However, my wife actually does not really like going to the movie. She will once in a while. Don't answer them. So you leave her in the car with the window no. down. Oh. 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 You know, even though she doesn't look into the show, I do tell her what we talk about when she comes up on the show. One of these days she's going to kick your ass. I'm here for it. Let's go. Yeah, she could try. <laughs> no, no ring death match, fathers and Jay Hawk's wife. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to, con- I'm trying to convince her to go to Gauntlet with me. I, we, you know, we'll have a ring right there. We'll have a, we'll have a little added bonus. I match won't be Patreon. there for it. You can't do it. You gotta save it. 
I'm going to try to get a phone for the Patreons. There will be no interspecies wrestling at the gauntlet. No, 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 no. Do we have any other fucking call? Yeah, we got uh, our buddy Stan from Burlington called. You ready for this? Hi, it's me, Stan from Burlington. I don't know if you remember me. I didn't call last week. I was enjoying some Dear Mama's Pizza. I like the square. Hey, Charlie, can you dub in a festive sound at certain points in my call? Yeah, like a party for two reasons. One, it was Dom Guarini's birthday on Tuesday. Yeah, it was. He's my favorite wrestler. I like his glasses. You think I should have him on the podcast? You think Dom's listening? We just did. I sent him a happy birthday message on social media. Dick. I did, yeah, <laughs> with a special picture. He must have gotten it, but he was too busy celebrating to write back. I also like Malcolm Cambridge. I have lots of pictures of him, too. On my special phone, that's the phone I don't call the show with. The other reason for the celebration is because you guys finally reviewed some actual wrestling. I mean, after a few hiccups. Charlie, that wasn't very nice when you said to Jayhawk. It made me pretty uncomfortable. And when I get uncomfortable, I yank my Dom Guarini purple belt keychain to attach to the barbed wire garter on my thigh. Yeah, I do. I do. While I was listening, I got pretty sad. So I really cranked it. I did. Where I live, they don't like when I do that. I had to throw out my underpants. Remember Ronald Two Legs from Pod Van Dam? I was almost stand one side. But last week was great. I learned a lot about everyone. I learned that Marcy used to live in Pennsylvania. Why does no one on the show like Pennsylvania? I like Pennsylvania. Wait, duck. Especially the Poconos. Do you remember those commercials in the 80s and 90s from Mount Airy Lodge? It was a very catchy song. It went like this. All you have to bring is your love of everything. Beautiful Mount Airy Lodge. And then there's a handsome couple in a champagne glass shaped bathtub. I'd like to go there. Maybe me and Dom and Malcolm Cambridge can go. Hey, speaking of Pod Van Dam before, I heard Ed this week talking about his new show on a small podcast. His new show is called Hey Ya, Bussy. Well, I learned last week that Jay Gold doesn't like Alley Cat from Bussy. He sure was adamant. Hey, Charlie, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Right. Some podcasters may try to bury wrestlers. And he got cut off. <laughs> before we Before we go on, I just like... It's good to know that IW Guide has officially... We've gotten our first restraining order. Uh, I, I assume Dom has filed it already, and I think we might have a second one coming from Malcolm. <laughs> uh, to answer the question about why we hate Pennsylvania so much, I don't hate Pennsylvania as a whole. I just hate Pittsburgh. I live Wait, there. I, That's I, why. I gotta, I gotta hear where this went. Oh. Hey, it's me, Stan, from Burlington. I don't know if you remember me. I just called, and I got cut off. I was talking about my call. Hey, Charlie, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Right. Some podcasters may try to bury wrestlers, but what we really need is someone to bury Jay Gold. <laughs> okay, got to go, by. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what I did last week? <laughs> oh, I mean, it just, yeah, we have some issues there. <laughs> Don't, don't worry, Jay Gold has done a good job of burying himself on this show every single week. We only have to try to do ours. <laughs> There's, I think Malcolm's good. Yeah, Malcolm's got a problem on his hands, I, I think. I think he should get ahead of it um, before it gets out of hand. <laughs> oh, boy. 
I do remember Mount Airy Lodge. If everybody remembers that picture of New Jack in the in the uh, champagne glass uh, hot tub as well, there is one from the '90s of New Jack staying there. So um, we'll find that. We can put that up on the uh, Twitter. And I just want to understand this right because I think I was so flabbergasted when he admitted it the first time when we had Dom and Derek on. Yeah, he's using he's using Dom's pin as a chastity cage, right? Like that's that's what's going on here. Yeah. Okay. We don't want to give away the magic kayfabe, Mars. <laughs> yeah, I think something's going on there with the uh, the barbed wire and the Dom Guarini purple belt keychain. That's, you know, if you, that's what you want to do, and I won't judge. There's there's probably a lot more affordable ways. You probably even still stick the pin on it too, if you really if you really want the purple belt pin there. <laughs> Not that I would know, because I'm a good wholesome girl. Right, full circle back to the wholesome. See, I don't think that means what you think it means. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Keep an eye out on the Twitter if you want to contribute to the VoIP Milk segment each and every week. With the fo- we put the phone number up on the Twitter a couple days before we record. Sometimes we'll have a question kind of topic. Sometimes we won't. I think we're going to make a concentrated effort to be better at getting them up early. Give you all a little more time to call. Yeah. Yeah, so next week, uh, let's just do it now. Next week, uh, which one of us four do you think gives the best little little kisses, little smooches to the homies? <laughs> and why do you think it's me? We know the answer Marky already. Like we, we need another different question. I don't know. Marcy's never given me a smooch, so I, I can't tell you. I, you I never know. asked. I shouldn't have to ask. You should just give me smooches because I'm a homie. No, she well, has to, to. I need express the, consent. That's, exactly. that's very important. We're homies. There's consent always because we're homies. <laughs> I'll give you a nice little smooch next time. I promise. Okay. Plugs. I think, uh, I think in March, the AIW show, I'm just going to get smooches from all the homies and I'll be the judge. Mm. Wait, aren't you also supposed to be the one being judged? That seems unfair. Uh, I will. I will just be a receiver, not a not a giver. <laughs> How very kind of you. I'm <laughs> conventional you know, Vander. I know you're listening to this. Thank you for bringing in everybody. Kind of, and whenever we're never going to be able to leave the topic. Down. Actually, it's all it's all young Ed's fault. He started this and it's just become a, a thing now. Um. The, the joke is, yeah, it's a thing. Plugs, <laughs> Marky. What do you what? got? What do you got going on, Marky? Ah, uh, yes, you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and OnlyFans at eGirlFanboy. Boy spelled B O I. Because listen to my other podcast, X Over. We had either had some IRL issues, so the episode's getting a little late out, but it should be out by the time it drops. And then I think we're going to be recording another one this Wednesday live at probably eight PM. And I think we're going to play Metal Gear Rising after that, so it's going to be a fun time. Come hang out. Uh, you follow me on Twitter, Hive, and Twitch at, at RefJayhawk. Instagram at Jayhawk1539. Uh, the Twitch channel next week, WW2K23. Come God, I'll be streaming the MyRive mode of that for sure. And probably the GM mode, one can start playing that. And then we'll be the show 23 by the end of the month. I'll be coming out. I'll be actually activating the Twitch stream a little bit. That's really all I got for right now. Also, you can follow me at Charlie underscore Butters. Uh... The rumors of our demise were not true. Uh, if you catch my grift, we'll be coming back for another episode soon. Uh, and, and it will be, I can't tell you what it's going to be. I know what it is, but I'm not allowed to say it. So um, I'm excited. It's uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. If you're in the, the discord there, I kind of gave a hint with the gift that I posted. So uh, yeah, uh, maybe I said too much already. Bye. <laughs> Uh, okay, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at jgold12. Uh, 
uh, uh, Instagram is really my good boy spot and Twitter is my naughty boy spot. Um, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. Our Twitter handle, IWGuide1. Don't go to at IWGuide. That's not us. Don't Until forget I bully them out of it. <laughs> we need it. Somebody find a way to get it. Um, don't forget about the merch store over at Brainbuster Tees. Uh, wear our faces on your bodies. Our podcast friends at Odds with Wrestling, the super fantastic podcast. The card's going to change. Wrestling Cheers, X over. If you catch my griff, Marcy. And coming soon with Young Ed, Hayabusi, a wrestling-adjacent podcast. And our other friends, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of the Indie Wrestling Guide, PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Hio, Rubber City Toys, Big Starks Brand, Set Tab Photo, and Smoking Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio. That's it for me. Uh, thanks for all the callers again. Really, really good. We appreciate it. And then the late Bobby Heenan said during a Hall of Fame speech when he accidentally said WWF instead of WWE, well, you want to talk about wildlife? When I came here, they had three Freebirds. They had the Junkyard Dog, two Bulldog with Matilda, another dog. You had two Killer B. You had a guy with a snake. You had a Hawaiian guy with a liquid. And to top it off, I'm the Weagle during commentary with a gorilla. Mm. Enjoy your week, everybody. When support independent wrestling. Okay. Later, dweebs. <laughs>